Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, the Diabetic Dynamo, Dobes. Um, I'm going to go over some injury updates here for week two. Currently, it is Friday night, so I got the uh, latest updates here. We're going to start with who's all out. So 49ers tight end George Kittle, he is ruled out this week. It looks like Jordan Reed will be the tight end for San Francisco. I don't really like Jordan Reed this week. Uh, I would recommend staying away from him. I know Bryant, who's not here right now, he will vouch for Jordan Reed. He likes him. It's it's a risk you're willing to take. I wouldn't recommend it. We're moving on. I'm going to do this quick. Lions wide receiver Kenny Galladay has been ruled out as well. Uh, very good matchup against the Green Bay Packers. That means Marvin Jones should get a uh, a lot of targets, and I think he should have a pretty solid game. Otherwise, Danny Amendola, pretty risky flex, but should uh, has potential to put up some some better numbers than you. Um, my guy, Jets wide receiver Jameson Crowder, who I was very very excited for this week, uh, is unfortunately ruled out as well. There's really Nothing going on in the Jets' offense. Uh, it's just Chris Herndon, the tight end. So that wouldn't be that bad of a play, but they are going up against a tough 49ers defense. So again, that's it's a risky play, but it's up to you if you want to do that just because there's so limited receivers and running backs, honestly, um, to get the ball. So Herndon should be pretty pretty heavily involved. Uh, next one that is out, Broncos running back. Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsay is out. Melvin Gordon will get basically all of the touches in the run game. Uh, going up against a very, very, very tough defense. If you listen to previous podcasts, you'll know I am not a fan. This matchup, uh, if you can, I would recommend benching him. It's up to you. He will. Melvin Gordon will get the touches. Uh, so he has the opportunity to score some points, but it's against that tough Pittsburgh defense that completely destroyed Saquon Barkley. So it's up to you there. Um, a little less important Colts tight end, Jack Doyle. Not sure of how many of you really have Jack Doyle on your team and in your starting lineup, um, but unfortunately we got to change that. Uh, that really doesn't affect the rest of the offense that much. Titans wide receiver, A.J. Brown. This is kind of a big one. Number one target, Tennessee. Uh, Titans are really run heavy, and I expect them to to keep up that pace this week. Um, they'll be looking for other receivers like Corey Davis, so uh, keep that in mind. And Eagles wide receiver Elshon Jeffrey, uh, surprised if you have him on your team. So looking for their rookie and both of their tight ends, who should be leading the team in uh, receptions and yards. So. That is everyone who's confirmed out. Everyone's confirmed out. So if you have them on your team, make sure you are not starting them. Uh, next, doubtful. We got Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin suffering a concussion. He did return to practice on Friday, uh, which technically puts him on track to suit up for the game, but it, it's still a, a very dangerous injury. Uh, and I can see if they are really going to put him on a snap count. So Bruce Arians said he is still doubtful despite returning to practice. So we'll see uh, how he fits. Definitely keep an eye out for that. 
if I had to guess, I I would say he's not going to be that involved this week. If I had to predict what's uh, what's going to happen, so watch out for that. Next up, Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas. Now this is an interesting one because we heard earlier this week that he he's expected to miss several weeks, uh, but ESPN's Adam Schefter reported that there is little bit of hope that Michael Thomas can play week two against the Raiders uh, with his ankle injury. Here's something really interesting. Um, it's a Monday night game. So there is a, there is a little bit more of a chance that he can heal up and be ready to play. But this is something I would not risk. This is a Monday night game. So if he doesn't play and he's in your starting lineup, you are screwed. So unless if you have a, a backup Saints receiver or a Raiders receiver to replace him, uh, I would keep him on your bench because you really don't want to make that mistake on starting him, waiting till Monday night, finding out he's out. So uh, just keep that in mind. Next up, Justin Jackson, very doubtful against the Chiefs with a quad injury. Uh, I can't see him being that heavily involved. Uh, anyway, it's really going to be Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly. So even if he was healthy against the Chiefs defense, I, I'm already faded on him. So I, he's even questionable for me if he should be on a roster. So keep that in mind. Uh, I would not recommend starting him this week. Next up, the questionable. So this is, uh, this is a little tougher. Portland Sutton, we're starting out big. Missed week one. He's going to be a game-time decision for week two. So this is, luckily he's playing at noon playing at 12 o'clock um so it should be should have time to prepare they usually announce all the injury reports an hour before the game it, it it is scaring me though it is scaring me that he's slightly injured i can see a snap count um i i really don't expect that big of a game from him so it, it it's tough because you paid a lot for corn but I still don't think that he's going to be 100% this week. Uh, and I don't think he's going to be that involved. You can, I would take the risk. But just keep in mind, he's not going to put up those points like you want him. The next player is Brandon Cooks from the Houston Texans. Uh, quad injury, he's questionable for week two. Uh, he played 53% of Houston's snaps last week. That's pretty well, um, but going up against Baltimore, not a fan of this matchup. It, Will Fuller's definitely the number one receiver there. Um, I would I would sit him as well. I'm just giving you my recommendations. I don't like this matchup either. This is a tough defense. He really didn't get a lot of yards last week. He only got 20. Um, he had only two receptions, so... I would bench him until until it proves you up. Next receiver, a lot of receivers here. Next questionable player is Devontae Parker from the Miami Dolphins. If you listen to our week two preview, uh, you'll know that both Bryant and I are really fading at Devontae Parker this week. Going up against Tredavious White in the Buffalo Bills, and he's questionable with a hamstring injury. That's really tough for him. Uh, Preston Williams is also questionable. This is this is really tough for Miami. So 
I can see him try to uh, try to involve all three running backs a lot more. Um, I uh, the next wide receiver on the Dolphins in the depth chart is Jakeem Grant. He is not a player where I would feel comfortable picking up and, and starting just because of these two. So Mike Kosecki should be a lot more involved. So if you're trying to decide between two tight ends, I do like Kosecki a little bit more in this uh, this week, considering the injuries. But again, it is against a tough Buffalo. Next player, guess what? Another wide receiver, Henry Ruggs. Uh, he did not practice today, which is Friday, with a knee injury. It's it's looking like he will not play uh, against the Saints Monday. This is another deal, like I talked about with Michael Thomas. I don't recommend taking that risk and trying to wait to see if he'll play Monday night. Uh, so I would I would sub him out right now. I would, I'd swap him out with a bench player. Um, yeah, I did another don't take the risk because he is questionable. Um, yeah, next player, Golden Tate, New York Giants. Got a hamstring injury questionable against the Bears. Uh, it, it wouldn't be a bad matchup if he wasn't questionable. Definitely be a low-end flex just because players like Sterling Shepard and Slayton uh, are, to me, just better receivers for that team. Slayton definitely heavily involved. Sterling Shepard just talent-wise. So, again, this is another bench for me. But just keeping you updated, now we're going to move on to top players, fantasy-relevant players that will play. So Mike Evans was questionable earlier this week with a hamstring injury. He will play against the Panthers, did not do well last game against the Saints. I think this could be a very good bounce-back week for him, especially with Godwin either going to be out or on a snap count. So I would say Mike Evans should be good to go. You paid a lot for him, drafted him early, start him. It's against the Panthers, who, let's be honest, is not the best defense in the league. So... This should be a, a, a very solid game for Mike Evans. Next player is my man, Amari Cooper. Uh, he's got a foot injury, but according to him, he said he's, he's all good to go. He's ready to play against the Falcons. Cowboys-Falcons, that's going to be a shootout. I think everyone knows it. Basically, any Falcons game is going to be a shootout. High scoring, high passing. Amari Cooper is the number one wide receiver on this team. He should be involved. So I would say that's a that's a... All systems go for Amari Cooper. This could be a very, very, very solid game for him. One of his better. Next player is James Conner. Will play against the Broncos. This still scares me. James Conner literally gets injured every game. Love the guy. Very talented. But he's one of the most injury-prone players in the NFL, I guess, ever. Uh, so if you have James Conner, really make sure you got Benny Snell as the backup. Uh, even if you have Benny Snell on your team and you don't have James Conner, he's, he's a very low end flex. He's, he, I would say he's a very thin flex, uh, cause there is a good chance that James Conner can get re-injured and Benny Snell, like we saw last week, he can do it. He can put up some big numbers. So Broncos defense is Pretty solid, but I would say this is a risky play, but it's something that I would recommend. 
Benny Snell should be a, a decent option, and he'll be really good if James Conner uh, doesn't play most of the time. They're putting him on a snap count because they don't want him to aggravate his injury, um, or if they just want to play hot hand. So I think Benny Snell is a is a solid move. Um, and if you do have James Conner, you got to start him just because the the opportunity he is the number one running back. He's got potential to put up some numbers. Uh, he still is the goal line back, so he he should uh, if he plays like he's got no injury. They don't put him on a snap count. He should be very good. And the last player, Miles Sanders from the Philadelphia Eagles. He is finally back. Thank God. Been waiting for him. He said he's ready to go. He says he's 100% ready for week two against the Rams. Uh, I think this is, this is what the Eagles really needed. Boston Scott definitely proved he's not the running back to carry this team. They missed Miles Sanders last week. Uh, this should be... A, a pretty good matchup. It, the Rams defense is scary. I mean, we saw what Aaron Darnold did to Zeke last week. That's freaky, but he's got RB1 upside. He can, he's the goal line guy. He can catch the ball. Yeah, he, he should be good to go. So that's uh that's another all systems go right there. Uh, and that's really about it. Just a nice, quick, easy injury update with a little bit of my opinions. I guess a lot of my opinions. Uh, and Bryant can't be here to argue with me. So, uh, if I can ask you just a really quick favor before we leave, just make sure to subscribe, follow us, give us a like on whatever platform you're listening to. Uh, you can visit our website, barelyathletic.com. Check to see our player rankings. Uh, and yeah, that's really about it. Hopefully, you have a really, really good week two. Wish you the best. And uh, thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.